It's time to see what's packed in the Unicorn Lunchbox. Unicorn Lunchbox is a series here at the Gen X Replay podcast featuring me, Stephanie Watson, chatting with my female-identifying friends about some fun topics with a Gen X twist. This episode features three short segments separated by music. Brandy Brown and Charlotte Merritt join me as we talk about advice to our younger selves, the art of motion capture, and what made Gen X unique among the generational cohorts alive today. All right, and the the question of the day is, what one piece of advice would you want to go back and give yourself at 15 years old? (laughs) Think about it a moment. There's so much right? I know I would write a book. I'd like, read this manual. <laughs> like all the shit we've been through. Right? Oh, like, right. Don't do any of it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you know, part of me would like to go back and say that. Yeah. But like, you know, I would, part of me wants to go back and go, okay, you don't know what the IRC chat is yet, but you will. And when you meet this guy in North Carolina, he's going to ask don't you do to it. marry him. Don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. But <laughs> But he's the one that got me into Ultima Online. Uh-huh. Right. So if it weren't for that, I wouldn't have my daughter and I wouldn't have my husband and I wouldn't have my son. So yeah, my first um, husband got me into on, like PC gaming and I, I probably wouldn't have been into gaming because I hadn't done gaming for 20 years before that. So it was like, he got me into World of Warcraft. He got me into, you know, all kinds of things. And like, I wouldn't have met the people I did without him. So as much yeah. as I'm like, don't do it. You know, you, <laughs> right. you learn. You, I mean, you aren't the person. Like, if you went back and told your fifteen-year-old self all the crap that you've done, you've done that was just completely and utterly stupid, and just yeah, don't do that. <laughs> but it makes us who we are it today. Is. And it is like we've learned from our idiot mistakes. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I have a real difficult time forgiving myself for a lot of past decisions oh yeah but then I just have to kind of like a mantra remind myself that I like who I am now and Mm -hmm. who I am now is a result of the things that I have done up to this point yeah all the stupid things you did led you to a certain point like I mean if we hadn't done some of those stupid things that we regret Mm -hmm. you know daily like I mean I think about things at night like when I should be sleeping like why did I do that at you know 18 what the hell was I thinking you know but it's like if we didn't feel bad or feel you know whatever way we did because of something stupid we did like we wouldn't be the people we are today we probably wouldn't give a crap about anybody else's feelings we probably wouldn't be (laughs) good people you know what I mean it's Mm -hmm. like if we learn from the stupid stuff we've done yeah we, we would probably be really awful people you know i think that's oh, yeah. why i could probably just narrow it down to one piece of advice and that is love yourself first absolutely uh, and and because when i was in that range of 15 to 25 i was intent on getting in a relationship and getting you know, getting the relationship and getting married and starting Mm -hmm. kids and all this. And I, I was defined not by who I was, but who I could find. Right. uh, To fill that part. And so it wasn't until later in my thirties that I realized I need to be me first. (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, your, your 
your upbringing too like my, my mother was yeah. just dead set on me like okay by the, the mid 25 or you know mid 20s you have to be married and start having kids because I want grandkids yeah. and I'm like I don't care what you want you know it's like <laughs> I had to be me first and yeah. then worry about that because like yeah. you know it's like I pushed myself to be in relationships and to be mm-hmm. miserable because that's what she wanted and I'm like no no yeah. no be what you want to be and yeah. you'll get the right people around you I mean mm-hmm. you'll, you'll draw the right people once you yeah. figure out who you are and what you want to be I guess which is not to say we wouldn't make mistakes it's no. just that at the core we wouldn't be making those mistakes in an empty place and repeating those same mistakes over and over again right yeah no but I appreciate that answer of you know it's it's hard to answer a question like that because we are who we are because of what we went through we can't all be Nolan right (laughs) right but can you imagine if that had pretending it's a (laughs) holding a a pool noodle for a gun (laughs) i would i would say that motion capture would be a particular challenge for me i I think i i've not done enough improv i think to be able to do it uh, effectively you know i started thinking about it i'm like that has to be so much more difficult Uh because you're just you're in this weird uncomfortable suit that's probably not very comfortable on the nads Right. And it's probably sweaty. It probably feels gross. And you're having to imagine everything versus yeah. in a movie mm-hmm. studio where you'll have more props because they have more of a budget right? normally. Interestingly yeah. enough. They're probably like, yeah. But I mean, I would, th- to me, it seems like voice actors, like especially, you know, people like Nolan, yeah. have to act more. Mm-hmm. if you think about it and that's amazing to me just thinking yeah. about that like because mm-hmm. it's not just voice acting it's all acting it's it, it's an entire it's an performance yeah. yeah like i can't i can't imagine the actors from detroit the, what they had to go through every day because mm. they're they had face captured like nolan does too but like the i don't know if you've ever seen the back uh, the behind the scenes videos like they mm-hmm. had dots like every half an inch across their entire surface of their face and i just can't imagine having to deal with that that's that's how they got that how they got their faces so spot on wow they did not do that in smurf rescue for (laughs) 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 pretty sure that wasn't accurate for frogger uh Mm, not great uh, i have to say (laughs) no didn't always hop when i told him to got run over by a (laughs) car happy little plumber oh my god i struggled do do you remember those plastic tiny arcade games that were i don't know maybe a foot tall and Mm -hmm. they look like a arcade yeah Yeah. i i i no longer have mine but we had a donkey kong one and i swear the fact that it stayed in one piece with my particular rage at every time oh my goodness (laughs) donkey kong rage oh my so goodness cute. that's hilarious bleep, now bleep, 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 bleep. i didn't i never had an i didn't ever have the atari but i had a cubert doll 
I oh. loved, I drug that thing around everywhere. His nose squeaked. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so I, I think awesome. my parents saw my obsession with that doll and they're like, we're never getting a, a game where she can play with this thing on the TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I have enjoyed the trip down memory lane for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah for sure. Cool. I don't know. Like, I always have to tell my son, we're not boomers. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not a boomer. <laughs> I'll do something silly and he'll be like, boomer. And I'm like, to remind it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not. Mm-mm. No. I'm not your but, grandmother. <laughs> yeah. Learn about your, your uh, uh, generational cohorts. Because um, there there were defining features uh, for for each cohort. That's why they defined them the way they did, for sure. And of of the ones that are currently defined, Gen X is the smallest, and uh, in, in terms of number of people. So. Well, I think the fun yeah. thing is that we're such a bridge. Yeah. Because every all this techno technological boom happened mm-hmm. during, our during our defining time. years. Yeah. Yeah, and we had to figure out how it fit in our lives. How to use computers. <laughs> we had to figure that out. How to we use had- microwaves. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had a typing class in junior high, and then I went to a computer class in high school because that's uh, the time period. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, there yeah. You go. Mm-hmm. Learning how to draw pixel pictures on the Apple IIe. Yep. There you go. I did that on a uh, IBM PC Junior. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Wow. All I'm right. Just showing our age is fine. <laughs> fine. I mean, that's I'm proud of that. I'm proud of it. Yeah. You know? I oh, like yeah. where we've come, and uh, I think I what I really love about our generation is that that bridged perspective because mm-hmm. we've seen it from both sides of that that experience from nothing to everything. Yeah. 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 From you won't have a calculator with you all the time. Excuse me, Mr. Cook. I would like to show you example <laughs> A. Let's go back and revisit this, buddy. I don't have to know algebra, okay, man? <laughs> it's true. That's all we have in the Unicorn Lunchbox for today. In the description for this episode, you'll find where to follow me, Charlotte, and Brandy and some fun links about the topics in this episode. Subscribe to the podcast and follow us at Gen X Replay on Twitter so you don't miss the Unicorn Lunchbox series and other fun episodes. And share this podcast with others to help us grow. Until next episode, be safe out there. Mm